Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be reading the readings for June 7th, 2020, which is the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. And this week I am joined by a very, very special guest because she is my best friend, my maid of honor, my former roommate. It is Olivia. How are you, Fran? Hi, friend. I'm excited to be here and with you and talking about the word of the Lord. I'm excited. Me too. We're, we're together in spirit. <laughs> I know, even though we're separated by distance and through Zoom right now, I am excited that we are together in spirit, like the good old days of being in college together. Right, exactly. I'm so excited to have you with me this week. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your faith journey? Absolutely. So um, my faith journey started when I was, I guess, very young, kindergarten age, but it was not in the Catholic Church. It was actually in the Presbyterian Church. Um, And I grew up going to a Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh um, and very early teens, I realized that there was something just not compatible about the Presbyterian church and me. Um, So I kind of lost my faith a little bit throughout high school into early college. And I tried a bunch of different uh, churches and denominations and uh, everything just kind of felt very off for me. Um, But I always knew that I really appreciated the Catholic church. Not that I had ever faithfully gone to one as a kid, but I always went to one with my grandmother in New York. So after a lot of poking and prodding, uh, Jenna and some of my other friends got me to the Newman Center at Westchester University with them, which is really where I feel like I blossomed a lot into my own personal faith journey. Um, And in March of 2015, that's when I converted from Presbyterianism to Catholicism. Woohoo! And for all the listeners who don't know, Jenna was my confirmation sponsor that year because who else than my best friend and my roommate at the time to be the one to help me sort of, I mean, you didn't really guide me too much during the whole process, but I think I did it backwards where I did a lot of research on my own and faith journey before finally deciding, which I think was probably the best for me because I, as who I am, that really gave me the confidence and the comfort knowing where I was going uh, with my faith journey. And instead of jumping in and being like, wait, where do I go? I kind of already had an understanding of uh, 
where I was going and why I was doing it for myself. And it was nice to have a, a really great support system along the way with the Newman Center and everyone who helped me through that. So that was, that's a, a very quick compressed version of what I, my faith journey, but it's very important to me and uh, my relationship now with the church. Yeah. Um, I just, it was just was such a, I mean, it still is, but just like such an honor to witness that whole process for you. And like, yes, it was something I was praying to happen, but I don't pray for the conversion of every person I meet, you know what I mean? Or every single one of my friends, I just knew, um, I just could tell that you felt at home you know, in the Catholic church, which is why I was praying for it. But you're right. I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just, um, all I did was pray. And it was just like, so cool to witness how you like found it really for yourself. Like I didn't have to push it at all. I mean, hopefully you don't feel like I did. <laughs> no, actually the opposite. I feel like you let me come to you when I needed to. You didn't, I mean, you prodded a little bit, but like, it was more of a, Hey, you should come hang out. You should meet these people. You should, uh, just come to mass. If you feel like it, you always had an open door, but you weren't like trying to pull me through it or push me through it. It was just an offer that was there. And then that, from where it started, just getting me to the Newman Center through all of the other parts of my own spiritual journey and reevaluation and reflection and everything that I went through that two and a half year time, it was really helpful to know that uh, you were not forcing it. And you, you even said that you said no pressure, nothing like I'm not, not pushing you in any way. Um, but it was really nice to have that uh, kind of like a guiding hand as I, and non-judgmental, because I know I asked a lot of not crazy questions, but also challenging for you. And I think that helped you along the way as well, not just me. It was more of a uh, a parallel growth in sort of ways. We were on different times and areas of growth, but we were both growing together, which was really neat to do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Cause I love, you know, you, I love being asked challenging questions. Um, and so I'm, you know, always happy to do that for you and was happy to do that for you when you were going through that, you know, through that process. Um, yeah, it was just really, really beautiful to, to witness that. Um, and just to, like I said, just to see you find, um, home, I, I really feel like, like that was your like homecoming, you know? Oh, for sure. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I now. know me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What a gift, what a gift you are to me. Um, and, and you to be, to me. well, thanks. And to be your sponsor. But like you said, I didn't, I feel undeserving of the title because I didn't have to do anything, which was beautiful because you had done it all. You knew, you knew exactly what you were getting yourself into and you freely chose it. And, um, but I also think that's not fair to say that you didn't deserve it because you did a lot of pre-work with me and it wasn't so much like during the actual season of confirmation for me. It was a lot, like I said, I did it all kind of backwards. So you did, you helped me through it and did the work prior to me making the decision. Just right. after the decision, it was, 
it was very easy for me to be like, all right, when does this happen kind of thing? It's not, it wasn't, uh, it was less of a, will you help me through this? It was, you've already helped me through this. So thanks. Yeah. And not just me, but, but, you know, like Newman Center communities are so, are so special. And we had just, um, or we're very, very blessed to be part of a, a group. Oh yeah. I, I feel like I had a, a army of almost what, 50 people behind yeah. me at that point. Yeah. So it was a, it was a, a big community that just is very strong and helpful and bonded. And it, it was really nice to have everybody there to help me not even lead me through, but stand beside me as we all I feel like we all went through it as a group. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just you and I, it was everyone together. It was a 50 step, 50 person effort for sure. So yeah. Yeah. Ah, love it. Love it. Such a good memory. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing that with us. You're welcome. You ready to dive into the readings for the week? I am very ready. I'm very excited. Beautiful. All right, so Livy's going to read the first reading. It is from Exodus chapter 34, verses 4b through 6, and verses 8 to 9. Okay. Early in the morning, Moses went up Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, taking along the two stone tablets. Having come down in a cloud, the Lord stood with Moses there and proclaimed his name, Lord. Thus the Lord passed before him and cried out, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and rich in kindness and fidelity. Moses at once bowed down to the ground in worship. And then he said, If I find favor with you, O Lord, do come along in our company. This is indeed a stiff-necked people, yet pardon our wickedness and sins and receive us as your own. Mm. Anything stick out to you as you're reading that? Um, My, the big part that stuck out to me as I keep reading this is the last line. This is indeed a stiff-necked people, yet pardon our wickedness and sins and receive us as your own. I feel like I feel like that was a very powerful revelation of that, that bit there. And it still sticks out to me today. I feel like this says as much as some people, it's hard to change their minds or change their direction. Uh, He's asking for the Lord to pardon that from where they're, whether they're looking or they're not looking, but to help guide them and receive them no matter what, which is, was very, I, I've read this a couple times today and each time that sticks out just as a very uh, true revelation from Moses at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a bold prayer if I find favor with you, O Lord, do come along in our company. Like to ask God 
you know, who only at this point has met Moses like up on mountains or in special situations, right? Mm-hmm. But to ask God to come down and come, it says, come along with us in our journey, receive us as your own, like asking God to come down and dwell with them as they journey through the desert. I feel like that's a very bold prayer to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, it It seems this entire bit that he asks is very strong and it's, it, it it's a, a, a lot to ask all in one, one portion here. Um, I, I think to put so much faith at this one point into, to someone or the God that you've only met up, up on high and has, have had these moments with, to come down now with you, that, I mean, that's a lot to, to ask and to, that, that's a big question to bring upon, um, and have the strength to ask in that moment. I feel Mm -hmm. like if I only had these big moments up on a mountain, I would, I don't know if I would be as bold to ask to come down with us and join the company and going along at that moment. I, I don't, I don't know if I would. So to see that some Moses who's only met with God in such big places to come down and join them and be that guide in a way, it's, it's a lot to have in just one, one moment for Moses. Yeah. Yeah. But he does because he, after this, um, this is when they start walking through the desert with um, the Ark of the Covenant. And like, that's like God dwelt in that, like a little tent that they would carry around. So um, I think it just shows God's faithfulness to the Israelites in that like, he's, he says yes to this prayer. You know what I mean? So he, yes. he, he, um, you know, does what the people ask of him. And it, I think it just shows that, that he would do anything for, for them. Um, cause he brings them out of slavery. You know, he leaves them yep. in the desert. Yep. It's like, he wouldn't, there's nothing he would not do for his people, you know? Right. I was going to say, um, right before you said this out loud, I was thinking this, it's, it's, uh, it shows that you can ask of the, there's nothing too big to ask of God. Mm. And this is one of those perfect examples, um, to say, uh, there, it, I, there should never be something you're so big that you're afraid to ask. And mm. it, this is a very good example of that because like you said, they, he does come along and it, uh, that, that just shows that there, there, you shouldn't be afraid to ask for something or you shouldn't feel that, uh, pull back because uh, there will always be a time where he will say yes. So just give up some of those big things to God and see what he does with them. Yep. And it might not be the way you expect him to answer, you know, to answer your prayer, but he hears it and never falls on deaf ears, you know? Right. Exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. All right. Awesome. You want to go on to the second reading? Yes. Let's do that. Okay, second reading is from the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 11 to 13. Brothers and sisters, rejoice. Mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. 
and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Any thoughts? I just find this to be so uh, sweet. Yeah, lovely. That's the exact word what I was going to say. It's just a lovely reading. It's just a, a lovely reading. And it's um, just the kindness that comes through with this one. Yeah. And it, I think that's what resonates with me the most is just greet, uh, greet one another with a holy kiss, with the love that you feel inside, like the, the love that you share with, that you should share with one another. It just, it's, it has a, a kindness, a sweetness to it. Just that just really sticks out to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's refreshing because usually in Paul's letters, you know, during the second reading, this is where we get some sort of like lesson or like discipline from Paul, you know? Yes. But this one, he's just like, be nice to one another. Let the love that God has filled you with like radiate outwards. Right. You know? Right. So yeah. You, you feel often that there's uh, like a, not a beware, but almost like a beware of this. Um, if you do this, something else will happen with mm-hmm. this. It just is a, a very straightforward, be kind, be nice, share the love, which is a, a, good change from some of the the more harsh uh words that Paul has shares um so this is a good this is a good change to hear sometimes and I mean this really the sweetness really stood out for me in this one yeah and I I when you read or when I read the line um greet one another with a holy kiss I was like oh that's nice (laughs) We haven't been able to do that in a, in a while, (laughs) you know? Um, And I just, you know, I long for the day when uh, we can all just go back to mass again and hug each other, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think the live in peace portion of this really has to resonate with us right now before we can get back to the holy kiss portion because. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One thing at a time, right? Yeah. So a lot of well, one things at a time at this point, day by day. Day, day by, by day. day. Mm-hmm. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Shall we go into the gospel? Yes. Okay. Olivia is going to read John three sixteen through 18. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. Beautiful. Any thoughts? I just, I... I think that it's really strong. Like I, I'm really feeling these endings today. So I, I'm yeah, sorry right? for jumping right to the end, but 
whoever believes in him will not be con- or whoever believes in him will not be condemned but whoever does not believe has already been condemned that's a that really stands out to me like um it, it doesn't say necessarily believe in him and do a through z it just says believe in him so mm-hmm. that is a very that stuck out to me because I feel sometimes for myself, if I don't believe in him, but also do A through Z, I am condemned. And it's a very good reminder to myself that it, as much as A through doing the other parts would be perfect and pristine and all of being the best Catholic I can be, sometimes it's just believing in him that is the best Catholic that I can I can be, and that's the part that I have to remember is the the best part of all. Um, because if I don't believe, then that's where I start to fail, and that's I I it's not the other. I, I as much as I try my hardest, and I think some of us all can agree that we can try our hardest, and it's it's not the best that we don't feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that we should feel satisfied because we believe in him and that's really important to remember yes yeah amen and that I think the part that says whoever does not believe has already been condemned when you read that I was thinking it's not that God has like obviously God does not predestine any of us for condemnation you know what I mean that doesn't make any sense why would he create us if we were predestined it's that it's that we choose it, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not necessarily that you're damned to hell, but that like, because we don't know, we don't know the depths of God's mercy and what judgment is going to be like. But like, if you, if you choose to ignore Jesus, you've really condemned yourself to an emptier life. You know what I mean? Like when we reject our belief in Jesus, or when we reject Jesus and we know that he's real, but we, but we actively reject him, then we've condemned ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like, we've, we've chosen a life that is not as full and as rich. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I think I understand kind of like, it's not necessarily after we've passed, but it can also be something while we're here in the present on earth. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily, mean hell purgatory or heaven it just is there is a fullness there that is missing at all points in time I feel right and that's what hell is is that it's absence of God you know what I mean it's the right it's not being with God right right yeah because that's what it says God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world it's not yeah, like I really, and that's I, even thinking about hell too. Like, um, I don't think God like sends anyone to hell. I think it's that we choose. You know what I mean? It's like we choose with our with our actions and with our beliefs. Like you said, like you know what I mean? We God's not going to force us to spend eternity with Him if we don't if we don't want to. You right. I mean? Right. Exactly. I might be speaking heresy, but I think I'm right. No, I think that makes, I make, I think that makes sense. I think, I think I feel what you're feeling. 
Okay, thank you. Boy, you got a good gospel today, like the most famous gospel passage. These readings were just beautiful today. These these all just spoke out to me today. I read through them the first time and it, it just, I don't know. It was a... You got a good week. I, I, yeah, I feel like I got a good week here. (laughs) I don't know. I felt I, these ones were, were nice as this is going to, uh, this might sound a little bad, but these were not super challenging to decipher, Mm -hmm. which I believe can be very cleansing sometimes for your spiritual palate because um, sometimes it, 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 I, for me, sometimes I feel like I'm taking a toll, deciphering things too much. Like, am I getting this right? Or am I getting, uh, uh, am I, am I reading this correctly? Is this what I'm supposed to take away from this passage? But with these three, they're just so well, um, well said that I, I don't feel that, that, that need to interpret as, as much, which helps me feel that I'm going in the right direction with how I'm feeling and seeing and learning. And, uh, it speaks to me on a deeper level that, that way sometimes. So these were, these were nice for me. You're Um, welcome. So thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you have a challenge for us based off of these readings? that we can take into our week? I I really think that for these three readings, um, because right now, as we're reading them and we're recording this, we're still in kind of a very trying time. And I think that um, with, during this trying time, so I have to, remind a little bit, but through these readings, I got a sense through the first one, a sense of trust in God, a sense of the second one to share the love of God. And the third one is just to believe in the strength of God. And I think that to, to feel those three different, um, like the Holy Trinity, the three different parts of God, um, and to take that into kind of this time of isolation and loneliness and, um, confusion and kind of just remember that there there is a place that we have a uh a sense of um through through god we have a sense of security and strength that we can rely on and um i think that for this week we should take some time to reflect on that especially when there will be challenging things that either come up in the news, the media, social media, things like that, just to take a moment, breathe, and remember that God is there for us to trust and share and believe in. Uh, because sometimes in these the moments of isolation and loneliness, it's really hard to remember that. Mm. And we have to remember, even though we feel that way, we aren't alone. So uh, I think this... That, that will be my kind of takeaway is just to remember uh, all the good that God does have to offer us because I, I feel like I've let that go a little bit too much in my time of isolation when I, I can't be with others. 
and I forget that I'm not truly alone. I have someone kind of on my team at this moment. Mm, amen. I was thinking of the Lauren Daigle song. Oh, wait, is it? No, Carrie Job. I am not alone. I am not alone. As you were yes. saying that. It's a good song. Um, I love that challenge. So needed. Yeah, so needed during this time of, I mean, who knows? We're recording this in April. Who knows how things will look in June? But um, yeah, just such a needed reminder. Well, it's funny you said that about the song because the song that I was thinking of is a different one and I don't know who sings it, so I apologize, but it's the one that goes, I will be done. Yes. I will Hillary be Scott. Thank you. I, um, I think she's from Lady Antebellum. I think she I think did so like a praise and worship album with her family. I Love heard that. that. I heard that one a long time ago and it was on my, it's been on my, my phone to listen to. And for some reason it hasn't been playing recently, but it just played yesterday. And it, it really makes me feel, I, I really like that song because it, for some reason it plays when I need it to. And so mm. this reminds me of that song a little bit. So yeah, that's one of those songs where you just like lay on the floor and you're like, Ugh. yeah, Jesus, help. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just need a song that like overtakes you at yeah. some point. Yep, yeah, it does. That's one of those songs for real. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for doing this with me, my friend. I love you. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I've been a, a, a avid listener since the beginning, as you I've told you many times. And I'm glad we finally made it happen where I could be with you. And you'll be on again. Don't worry. I'm okay. so excited. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. You can also check out a shower of for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week. Carry your word as you can.